Hello and welcome back to the Liam Hannum Podcast. So this is episode 206, so I'm bringing you a January 24 Q&A. I decided to bring them the Q&A this year, or this month early because I get just pretty much wish January being the month where everyone kind of either gets back on track or starts their own health and fitness journey. I just felt like this would be a perfect time to throw out a few questionnaires and uh, get some uh, responses, I suppose. So we're starting off with... A lot of these now I've been kind of went through and um, before, maybe in a little bit more detail, maybe not so. There might be some new ones here that you haven't heard before, but a lot of it now is kind of, I suppose, walking around, getting back on track, as I said, or like finding your way to in, back into the gym and what's the, the common, I suppose, frequently asked questions in a way as well. So then the first one then is, where do you get your drive? Or I suppose not your drive, but then drive to, where do you get that drive to just constantly be trying to improve yourself when it comes to your health and fitness and the drive to get up in the morning and go and hit the gym or again again I suppose it is like where does that motivation come from and again like that I think at the start we rely on motivation a lot we might get into some get a couple of good tunes going get yourself ramped up to hit the gym or maybe you're listening to podcasts etc Tony, Ro- uh, Tony Robbins um, I keep forgetting your man's name every single time it'll come to you now in a sec but I think that kind of thing about motivation etc like you need to be able to understand that like not every single day you're what you're going to want to go to the gym there will be days when you don't feel like going to the gym where you might have had a shit day at work or else you just got up the wrong side of the bed you know just might be life problems maybe financial issues maybe you have you know you know stuff with relationships etc but you've got to decide like that like either t- if you're going to take that day off then take the day off if you just had one bad day but if that bad day turns into a bad week, a bad month, you can see what's going to happen then, that your fitness will go out the window. So sometimes you just have to say to yourself, I'm going to get my work in no matter what. Now again, there are definitely circumstances, whether you, like for example myself, when you're not sick, and usually I'd never take any time off, but I took nearly seven to eight days off and I got a bad dose of flu, which I was... I had it in my chest, I was getting sick, etc. Weakness, didn't feel that motivated to anything at all. But again, there are, you will get time of that. Maybe again, you could pick up a bad injury that stops you from going to the gym for a couple of weeks. But if you're not going to the gym solely on the fact that you're not in the mood for it or you're in a bad mood yourself, then you got to look at that yourself. I would say, and it's as cheesy as it sounds, you know, if you get in and get that workout done, you will feel a hell of a lot better afterwards. Even if your day has been shitty as fuck, it's because it's always been shown any bit of movement throughout the day boosts your mood, etc. And people often will tell you that, like, at the start when they start working out, obviously they have certain goals, maybe to lose weight, build muscle, etc., get fitter, get stronger. But then after that, it just becomes a thing of like, this is part of my my day for my mindset. This is just helps clear my head. This is just a part of what I will need to do every single day, so I feel better. I feel more motivated then to take on the rest of tasks throughout the day. Next first one, the best time to work out, and this is solely person dependent, and I think. A lot of times people feel like that they don't have enough time in the day etc to work out look at like I'm not gonna go down that route that we all go down and saying you definitely can fit it in but I will just give you a couple of scenarios we'll say you start work at nine o'clock like good get to bed a bit earlier and just get up earlier and hit your workout like we have a just started a, a, a half six class or quarter past seven class every Monday now on Friday um, just a, it's a literally a 40, a forty minute session, and look, people get their workout in their two workouts in for the week, and look, 
they go then go on about the rest of the day and sometimes they might even say to themselves, I completely forgot I even worked out this morning, I just got that workout done. So it all depends on the person. I think as well, like if you really want to get the results, you will make the time. And I know at the start you might be saying to yourself, it seems so daunting, it's so hard because I think what's happening now and the biggest problem is that we're looking at people online who are hopping into ice baths first thing in the morning and they're trying to give this way of like that it has to be really difficult and it doesn't you can just get up and get a 20 minute walk in maybe a 20 minute workout you know there's so much stuff you can do but you just have to try and figure out what time best suits you and again you could be a person that the evening time suits you better maybe get into the gym in the evening time again like that if there's thing you don't want that you buy you got class-based stuff you could be doing you could also be get yourself I seen down in Little and Aldi now they have kettlebells, dumbbells and sandbags. You know, you can literally make yourself a little home gym at home or just have it slide the stuff under the bed and take it out and do a do your workout when you get home from work or again do it before you go to work. But there is no best time to work out. The time is you gotta fit it into your own schedule. And I think once you start doing that you'll feel you know, you will start feeling a hell of a lot better. Again, I spoke about it so many times before. And again, it goes on to the next one, how long should I work out for? And that, again, is person-dependent. I always say that 40 to 60 minutes is the kind of the zone to hit towards. Even 40 minutes is perfect amount of time, get in, get out mentality. Again, like that, as I said, if starting off you feel like you don't have much time, then just give yourself 20 minutes to half an hour. And I said before, and I'll say it 100 times again, that once you start getting into that routine of walking out for, say, 20 to 30 minutes, that will suddenly start coming up to 40 minutes. You'll say, I have an extra 10 minutes here, I'll get this extra bit of work done. Then you'll be pushing more towards your hour. So again, like that, when it comes to best time to work out it's perf- solely perfect person dependent and um, when it comes to how long you should work out for again it's, per- it's solely person dependent but like that as well you know there is no best time there is no perfect time no length of time to work out that's absolute optimal or anything like that it's just building yourself up that you can actually make sure you hit the workouts uh, so this one this kind of, I suppose this is kind of more came in from a female client saying that or a female person inquiring about should I be going to the gym to build muscle and like this is kind of goes without saying 100% yes and I think we need that females especially need to kind of get it into their head as well that that toned look you're looking for is where you're putting on a little bit of muscle mass and you're losing body fat get that tighter look you know people often say especially females are talking about like maybe their legs or the backs of their arms and stuff like that and obviously you can't just spot reduce fat no matter how many tricep extensions you do you're not going to blast the fat off your arm that more so comes down to being in a deficit and and that but again like that if your goal is to try to reduce the body fat as well when you put on that little bit of muscle mass you will start slowly reducing your body fat at the same time so it's extremely important to walk towards building muscle in the gym and i'm not talking about you jumping on a massive calorie surplus and eating loads and loads of food i'm just talking about you going into the gym every single week and every whatever time time a day how many times you go per per day per week that you slowly start progressing whether that be adding a little bit more weight to, to your exercises, whether it be adding a couple more reps, a couple more sets, less rest time, etc. Adding in an extra exercise here and there, but everyone should be working towards trying to build as much muscle as possible. And again, like that, you're never going to be like a bodybuilder because half of those dudes are on fucking gear. And uh, and again, females don't produce enough testosterone to get into that shape. And if they do, they're definitely taking performance enhancers so again like that so don't be afraid of putting on too much muscle because believe me i've been trying to put on too much muscle in my entire life <laughs> and it hasn't happened for me yet so it, it's a big it's a slow slow progress progress so that's why i say you should always be gearing towards building up muscle because if for example if you gain one kg of muscle it's impossible not impossible to eat in your body but 
that you have to get that kg on your body because if you looked at a kg of fat muscle to a kg of muscle the fat is way bigger and in, in its circumference takes up way more space around the body where the lean muscle one kilo of lean muscle mass takes up a lot less space in the body a lot of times what will happen is you will actually appear smaller in a way but you just have that more of a leaner defined look if you start when you start gaining uh, lean muscle tissue next one then running for fat loss i've probably covered this a hundred times but uh, when it comes to fat loss look everyone kind of thinks towards running as their number one thing to start losing weight etc now i understand where this comes from because end of the day you know running burns a lot of calories etc but we shouldn't be always trying to get on this hamster wheel of trying to burn off food the whole time or trying to burn 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 i also always think of it like if you want to start losing weight a combination of exercise and good nutrition is going to be your best bet because like there's only so much running you can do and running is brilliant and all, don't get me wrong i've done it a hundred times in the past but like it's not to be all and end all when it comes to fat loss your diet you should really be trying to focus on getting your weight loss through your diet and your exercise then is supplements with that as well but your exercise is that part, part where, you're, where you're building strength trying to build muscle and again losing the body fat at the same time but running it is i suppose it is good for weight loss but again like that you don't have to do it to lose weight the biggest problem happens is someone who's really overweight or obese they're, they go off and start running and they end up getting injured and hurting themselves and then they can't do nothing for weeks on end they might be able to soldier through and push through for six weeks or so but then after that they can't do it and again like that they may have lost weight through the running and it's brilliant because people are like oh i've lost so much weight but at the end of the day how long are you going to keep up that running you know you can't be running your entire you know what I mean? you're not going to be running your entire life you can't be running every single day just to keep yourself in this deficit so if you get more focused more so on cleaning up your diet eating less shit foods and start eating some more more wholesome nutritional foods get yourself into that slight deficit you will start losing weight you'll start losing weight not faster but you will start slowly losing the weight and that's what it's about i think the biggest problem that we face in society now is we want everything so quick and so fast we don't want to play the long game at all we want to get into january now and lose fucking 10 stone in a month you know people don't want to have any patience at all when it comes to losing weight etc like if taking you a long time to gain all that weight it's going to take you a long time to lose it again and uh, next thing uh, how's the first the fastest way to lose weight oh oh after the christmas now again this probably all coincides with a lot of it there and 90 percent of the time that weight gain you have over christmas is a little bit of bloating it's just a little bit of excess food that you've been eating a lot of times like if you are someone that's been going to gym on a regular basis that extra bit of food that you've ate is more than likely going to be kind of burnt off or you're going to lose that weight uh, pretty soon after you go back to the gym for a couple of weeks time so i wouldn't be overly worried about weight fluctuations over christmas it's just it's a period where you're eating a little bit more food you mightn't be as active etc so it's not a be all and end all but the biggest thing is getting yourself back on track again after the christmas and sort of getting yourself into maybe a slight deficit or like getting your movement in again get your steps done getting your workouts in improving the diet etc you know getting rid of the celebrations next one then what is the best exercise plan so again it goes back to and i'm going to be as boring as possible when i say it is the best exercise plan is the one that you can stick to but i would say that for a majority of people three days of a full body workout will actually surprise it will be perfectly or something like that like you could go down the road push pull legs etc repeat or or whatever or upper lower and stuff like that but i do think for the general population or someone that's getting back into fitness three full body workouts or even two full body workouts per week is perfect way to get yourself back in that might look like something like a you know some form of a squat some form of a row maybe got a bench press shoulder press 
that sort of thing bicep curls it's very the basic stuff but actually just implementing that basic stuff on a regular basis and slowly as i said at the start there slowly trying to add a little bit more weight here there here or there or even adding you know an extra exercise or two in but again like that i think the best for people starting back in and even a lot of people van snifters will get a lot out of full body three or four days per week because at the end of the day you know you're you're it's it's once you build that muscle it's not that hard to maintain it is you have a a minimum effective dose and then after that you can decide what way you want to go next one then uh, i hate january so i join the club i'm a man i just i just can't wait to get january over and done with and you might say to yourself geez this could be your great month for you as a trainer etc it is but like i just don't um i just find that it's so overhyped a lot of the time it's only like a small percentage of the entire year i was actually even talking to someone about this uh, well yeah, well, like, just recently, like, people get so just worked up about, you know, setting goals, etc. for January time. But come March or April, it could be all done. Like, and, like, I know that sounds harsh. I don't want to come across as Debbie Downer or whatever. But, like, if I was sooner someone had a shite January but were fucking nailed the next, you know, the next 11 months, more so than smashing it out of the park with January and then kind of dropping off or dialing off for, for the ones that follow. Like, it's, like, January, I can see once it's, like... I, in one area, look, January can be really motivating for people. They can really get themselves back on track. But it's actually sticking to it after January is done is the big thing for a lot of people. And again, like for someone like myself, I suffer the January blues or post-Christmas blues or whatever it is. Because, uh, you know, you have a lot of fun. You're meeting family and friends. You're a bit more relaxed. And then it's kind of back to reality again. And then you're kind of like the social setting kind of drops down, which isn't bad in a way either. Like, But, you know, the social side of things drops down for January, etc. Everyone's trying to save a bit of money again and get back on track again. So, like, it's kind of funny because we kind of, like, it's a month that can be won or lost. Like, again, this was my first week back. Cause, and I think I fall into that trap sometimes as well. You think kind of want to go all guns blazing. But, like, you know what, I just said this week, you know what, I'm just going to ease myself back into it. And then, it's like, you know, as the weeks go by, we kind of, like, so it's like progressing on and on and on but again as i talked about so many times before it's not that special of a month it's just a month that people kind of just go a bit mad but a bit mad for again like again i suppose in december as well and then next one then favorite snacks my favorite snacks change from time to time it could be something like a blueberries or something like that and then again like i would somebody even call like a snack maybe i get like a you know the twirls you get the 114 calorie twirls i always kind of like to have a little bit of a chocolate every day to be honest, it keeps me on track as well. And again, like that, that's what that could go in towards the snacks. So not necessarily the healthiest snack, but I suppose if you're talking about set healthy snacks, you got your blueberries, your bananas, etc. Kind of most of the fruits are things. I always kind of think of like what's a nice sweet treat for for a snack. Or again, like that, it could be someone might look at snacks as you know protein yogurt, something like that, etc. You know, but it, it's just I suppose snacks are a funny one because I some people benefit a lot from snacking throughout the day and then others don't some people prefer to have you know like maybe three or four big solid meals and have a big uh, meal a big sitting for meal rather than eliminating the snacks so snacks are kind of a personal preference i kind of probably do have a few snacks throughout the day and then i probably have maybe two to three bigger meals or two bigger meals and one smallish meal but it all depends on person to person what you what 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 you actually prefer what you feel fullest on i'd always say and what you could actually again stick to so again there's not a certain amount of meals throughout today again as i said so much time before you know it's all about your overall calorie intake you could have one giant meal that could be two and a half thousand calories and that could put you into a deficit or else you could have one really low calorie meal two or three low calorie meals one massive calorie meal etc it's all about you know your calorie your calorie balance at the end of the day it doesn't matter how many times you eat throughout today as long as you hit 
the certain number of calories now again when it comes to snacking and stuff like that try to avoid food that's going to make you want to snack even more like sometimes like you know we're going to have a few crisps as a snack but it's kind of quite hard then not to keep dipping hand in again i talked about my kryptonite the doritos chili heat wave I had them over Christmas and it was nearly impossible not to finish the entire big big bag of them, I'll be honest with you. And then again like that, it might be something else. Maybe you could have popcorn instead or something where it's like it's quite filling because of the fibre that's in popcorn. But and again, it's, a lot of times it's, it's a lower calorie alternative. So again, snacking all depends on your personal preference. If you like to snack, then have a couple of snacks, but just be be kind of conscious of what you're having because a lot of times people will snack on something like a, a trail mix and like there's a lot of calories in those foods like the nuts because they're a little bit higher in fat they're not it's not that it's essentially bad fat but it was just a bit higher in calories overall calories in uh, in general you know, overall calories in general if that makes sense but again there are certain foods that are like higher calories than, and there's certain foods that are lower calories so if you're going for snacks just be a little bit conscious of the calorie content Next one then, what is a realistic weight loss target? Again, some of the, this question, again, I'm without jumping on the fucking fence here, is it is all person dependent. You could have someone that's like 110 kilos, right? More than likely when they start going to the gym or start dieting or start improving their diet, they'll start dropping down the weight really fast. And then you could have someone that's like, uh, could be a little bit lighter and they might have a harder time to drop well they, they drop a bit of weight and they might and they might plateau off so it all depends on the person depending it depends on how much activity you're willing to do and how much of a deficit you're willing to get into but a lot of the time you don't need to be losing loads and loads of weight you, i always think to people like if you if you were if you had like 12 let's say we had 12 kilos to lose like if you lost a kilo a month that's quite good or like some people might even drop it, it all depends on the person as well as i said some people could drop 8 kg in 8 weeks and stuff like that but again they might be more of a, a, a restrictive deficit I'd always be the sort of guy that always kind of go more of a slow and steady approach and as long as it's slow as long as your weight is slowly dropping and you get a little bit of drop averaging out a little bit of a drop throughout the week or even if you have a week or two of maintenance that's fine as well it's just that you're getting this overall bit of weight loss every week some sort or even every you know maybe uh, 10 days or so or something like that rather than having massive drops now some people are like that they'll go in get in get out kind of mentality where i've never really had that because i just feel like that i'd have to cut my calories way too low not too way too low but i have the big big cut in calories and a big cut on you know a big adding of, of cardio where i would sooner just do it slowly really slowly and not really feel like i'm in a sort of a deficit or that i'm trying to lose weight that i'm trying to keep everything as normal as possible and again it goes to the same thing is like you know you're you know you don't you don't have to make massive drastic changes just these slow ones week in week out and that's the only way that i feel like the people get the best results is and how they keep that weight off is they're just slowly trying to chip away so like it it is it is hard one to talk to judge or hard it depends on the person's starting point a lot of times people will lose a big load of weight through water weight straight away and it's not necessarily body fat but again they will appear small because they'll have lost all this this bloat etc but it just it's all person dependent when it comes down to it to be honest with you and i can't i know it's not really the best the answer people probably want to hear but my approach always will be just a slower sort of a slow and steady approach and again like you could be a person that prefers just getting get out mentality but i don't really like it like that because i just find that like sometimes it's hard then to you know suddenly you know it's hard for someone to understand then like when they add back in the calories that their weight might just 
hop up straight away. Not that it's going to be, that's not that it's absolute fat gain that you just kind of pull him back a bit that water. So I'd always just say slow and steady when it comes to weight loss and don't really worry too much around. As long as that scale is slightly going down, then you're in the, you know, you're in, you're in the right area. And then if, again, if it's that, if it doesn't, if you don't start getting that result you want or it's taking a bit more time that you haven't had a drop in a while just look at your overall have you changed something that you're eating or have you been definitely have you been nailing your steps every single day etc and maybe add in a thousand steps here and there every single day and you know then slowly but surely it'll start you know the weight is not coming back off again so that's this week's episode i hope you enjoyed it i'm trying to keep it in around that 20 minute mark for the q a if there's anything you want me to chat about a bit more detail do drop me a message on facebook and instagram and i will chat you all next week